I'm John Dredge. And I'm Andy Harland. And this, this is, is the Dredgeland Podcast Spectacular. Okay, we're, we're firmly, officially recording. The good recording evening. has happened. Good morning, good afternoon, or if you're listening in German, hello. <laughs> and welcome to the Dredgeland Podcast Spectacular, coming to you live from a recording. It is live, or pre-recorded, <laughs> depends on your definition of live. Well, we it's are not, we're live. live. We're live, we're, we're recording live. live. We must stress. <laughs> we're live. Those letters that have come in saying, are you live? Yes, we are. Well, John, actually, just saying that, we had a letter in this week oh, from, yeah, um, from Joseph of Penge. Joseph of Penge. Joseph yeah. of Penge wrote in. Strange name, but there he, we are. He said, he said yeah, Joseph, he's from Wickham. Joseph <laughs> Penge from Wickham. Joseph Penge from Wickham. He wrote in and Joseph said, well, I listened to your outdoor broadcast along um, the oh. Hove Seafront. Oh yeah, that was that was very nice. Thanks very much for that, Joseph, for so, listening. Thanks Thank for listening. Well Thank done. you. Um, will you come back to... Well, no, will you, will you come to where I live and do a little walking tour of, of Penge? Um, well, what could we say except... I don't know, really. Well, the answer was no, because we yeah, went to Crystal no. Palace instead. Uh, so here we are in Crystal Palace. We are in, and actually, as we stand, we are stood, ladies and gents. We're not hovering, we're, we're not sat. We're not being suspended from any ropes or pulleys. Not this week. No. Then we've run out of budget. So um, what we're doing, it's like a sort of Michael Palin sort of programme without the money, isn't it? Yeah, really? it's sort of hedge to hedge. Rather than pole to pole. Rather than pole to pole. Hedge to hedge with dredge. Hedge to hedge, to hedge with dredge is... P.S. Harland is also involved. Yeah, well, you need a, you need a cameraman <laughs> or a sound guy. I and know you my are place. A, you are a sound guy, there's no I doubt about it. I know my place. You bought a camera, but unfortunately it's broken. But thanks for bringing it. So, so Joseph, thanks. I think John. Joseph, sorry, John. So, John, thanks, yeah. thanks for coming. That's all right, Joseph. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Andrew Harland. Joseph, thank you for writing. We appreciate that. Yeah, thank you for writing um, using a Tony Blackburn pen, in fact. Indeed, yeah, he won that in 1974, I think. And it's the first time he's used it since then, because of those days, and, and you know, he wanted to forget. It's since become defunct, I think, the pen has as well. It's uh, Like Tony Blackburn. Very much Both like Tony Blackburn. are defunct. By the time this goes out, he will, in fact, be dead, and then we'll have to re-record. The whole. Oh dear. <laughs> he won't mind. He likes a bleak, bleak start. Bit of a bleak start. A bleak out. The Crystal Palace totally destroyed by fire. Well, it looks all right. 1936. It? Really? Was it T- totally destroyed by fire? Now, when you say fire, I'm, what I mean is <laughs> like that kind of hot. Um, not hot not. Fl- it's flame. not liquid. It's like a flame. It's not solid. We better explain for the listeners what you mean by fire. Yeah. Because um, they might not have Wikipedia on them. Well, no. Or near them. Or anywhere around them. So, so yeah, it's totally sort of destroyed by fire. Style. It's kind of hot, the hot fire you get. The hot fire. What's that noise? Get out. Hello? Hello? J- Testing? T- Tim? Tim? No, it's not Tim. No. <laughs> Just in case. There will be a Tim on the tour. Tim on the tour. Tim on tour, he likes to call Tim himself, doesn't he? Um, That's his be, business, small business. It's a feature we're going to throw in every outside broadcast from now on. Every four hours. So let's just describe what's around us. Um, so we've got... Um, uh, okay, so so we're gonna we're gonna make our way down the ramp. Um, no, thank, actually, you actually, bringing, thank you for bringing the ramp because otherwise it would be hard to get down. Well, actually, prior to the ramp, um, I thought we'll give we'll give the listeners a bit of uh, history in the listening How in the listening area in the listening region. What we <laughs> have here of listening, which is what this podcast is, is isn't an, it? an existing prefabricated. I must stress prefabricated. Yeah. Steelwork from the original Crystal Palace. Yeah. Built in 1851. <laughs> uh, which was in Hyde Park and was um, was brought to Penge here yeah. in 1854 built in 1854 in Penge and lasted until there it is until 1936 when it was completely destroyed 
by fire. fire. So um, that is a bit of history there, John. That's a bit of history. Can, can we can we take a photo of this as well for, mm, for no reason? Yep. Let's get some. Let's get some more rubbish photos. Some more history. There goes a butterfly. Look out! Careful! Look out! Oh, I just missed you there. That was lucky, man. You got to be careful. I mean, I didn't sign a disclaimer about this. It's dangerous, that sort of thing. Should Forget we... your lions and tigers. People don't really know the, uh, get an image the power of the of butterfly. The... Come around here, John. Oh, yeah. Here we go. This is a live photograph, which the lighting doesn't look very good, but it doesn't matter, does it, really? It's not, it's not you know, that's the, that's the important thing. That's the important... <laughs> I'm indicating it there in case well you, can't, you don't realise it's there. Okay, so back to the talk. Right. Oh, so what is this again? So this is a prefabricated so not live steelwork um, iron steel, steel, iron I think an iron bridge well not really it's, it's more it's kind of um, <laughs> thanks <laughs> it's kind of a uh, it's integral to to the stru it was structurally integral you don't know what the hell it it's is structurally it? integral it's a piece of iron work which would have had glass within it what is it though well, I mean, that's the main question. You, <laughs> <laughs> you How would you like me to describe it? Well, describe I'm it. I'm trying. It's a, look, it's it's a white, it's a white, grey, big iron thing made of iron. Yeah, which you should have form... said. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he didn't. He, you know, didn't you get the memo. <laughs> Mm. That's what it should have been described as. And you've got now. What's this pole up here? Now I was going to point that out. I mean, I know um, it's pole to pole, but la ladies and gentlemen, now this is. This if we is start, if we start at that pole and end up at this pole, we'd be just like Michael Payne, wouldn't we? Would we? Would we? We would. We would. Would would be my my my. my. You're not doing too well today, are you? Really? Okay, we're back. And rest. So, a lot of people would know uh, what's that, that about that. What we're pointing at is uh, is the Crystal Palace Television Tower. Yeah, um, it's been in it's been in situ since the fifth or sixties, fifties, sixties. And and when it was in situ, why did they decide to move it here? Well, that, that's the thing. Because if it used to be in situ. Because situ is very low down. So they've moved. And Crystal it up. Palace is very high up. We're actually in the highest part of South London. Are we? With views. A scant. Correct. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, on a on a good day, you can see forever. On a bad day, you can only see the poles. L less, yeah. Um, so look at that. So is that like the North Pole? Is that this is actually the south, it. southeast. It's a southeast pole. It's the, the BBC southeast pole. The BBC S E P O L E. And have they? So when that's on, you can see the television, can you? Well, yes and no. If it, if that wasn't there, you wouldn't be able to see BBC Three. There'd be no. There'd be no BBC <laughs> Four. I know that for. I know really? that for a fact. So thank God for thank the BBC for Pole. There you go. Because without that, you wouldn't be able to watch. You know, come down with me all day or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and no. have any of the many entertainments provided free of charge on freesat.com <laughs> forward slash poll dot nat not nut org dot thing eight. So let's have a look at this view then. Okay, this well, view. Let's well, see. this view is actually further into the the south uh, of the UK. You can see the Dartford <laughs> Bridge. See the little Dartford Bridge there, John. You ever been oh, to yeah. Dartford? Uh, there's a man on it. He's he's no, waving. That, Hello. No, that's. Is that Joseph? Like it's hard to tell from here. Joe! <laughs> Joe! No, no, it's not Joe. He's not answering. He's not. He's there. That's on the left-hand side there. That's the old Dartford crossing. Oh, dear, I like that. 
No, is, let's look that way. Let's okay, let's look, way. let's look at the other direction instead. Um, so, I mean, uh, tell us a little bit about the Crystal Palace itself, because I, I know very little about Crystal it. Crystal Palace, the great exhibition. When I say, li- when great, I say very little, I mean The nothing. great exhibition. What um, exhibition are you Victoria talking about? Victoria and Albert. You remember that famous duo, Victoria and Albert from the 1800s? Oh, they were, they were good for a laugh. They were good for a laugh. They'd come on, do their little dance. Oh, Victoria. Yeah, right now, but me oh, old China. Hey, hey, hey. People go, I know, we'll, make, we'll build a museum for these two. So what they decided to do, well, that's an interesting point, we'll come on to that. What they decided to do, they decided that Great Britain was great, less so now. Okay, so they noticed that in the title of the country. They of did, yeah, and they had a Commonwealth. <laughs> Imagine calling it Great Britain. It'd be like, you know, what's this country called? Great France, it's called, of course. Great of course. France. Yeah, it's great. a bit arrogant to call yourselves great, isn't it? It is. In we're, the name. We're the, the only c- nation that <laughs> call ourselves excellent. Oh, yeah, we're absolutely superb Britain, we are. Well, they had to know that this is it. They went through a panel of deciding what to call it. <laughs> First of all, they thought, should they we call went it with Shit Britain? Shit Britain, no, that's a bit too... That's a bit too no, realistic. No we don't um, hear about that. How about mediocre England? No, no, no that I can't doesn't use work. that. That won't do much of the tourist I'll industry. I'll just sum up our football history for the next 100 years. How about superb Britain? Yeah, it's a bit ostentatious, superb Britain. Um, Perhaps. Right. How about excellent Britain? It still sounds a bit much. Mm, it's not great, is it? It's not great. <laughs> there you go. Hey, Britain. Hey. Drinks all round, Terry. Hey. Well done, Terry. Well done, Bernard. There we go. <laughs> well done, Victoria. And well done, Albert. So what they decided, Victoria and Albert, the great 1800s double act, yep. they decided... Well, they weren't dancing around, <laughs> prancing around. And or thinking of museums for themselves. Well, again, we're coming on to this point. Um, a, point they, a. Point B. Um, point... <laughs> Point dog. There it's it a is. Dog. Hello. Good evening. No. Thank you. Good. Um, so what I did, they thought they'd, they'd create a great exhibition. And they would they would invite people from all around the world to bring stuff mm. to Great Britain to stuff show they, off stuff they didn't want anymore. They were showing Old off. Junk. They were showing off their amazing technical abilities, and they were showing off uh, their ability to create brand new uh, technologies and inventions. You know. We, we, we were responsible for many things as, so, as a country, as a nation. So what happened then? These other countries brought a lot of things to Crystal Palace, well, they sort of clearing it, out their old rubbish? Basically, yes. It was effectively a jumble sale. Um, <laughs> and what, what, originally, it was at Hyde Park, okay? Originally, in 1851. Was it? Hyde Park. You know Hyde Park. Good. Yeah, that's that park that you it's, hide in. That's the one. Um, yeah. and, and it was only there for, it was a temporary structure for six months. Temporary structure. What, this Crystal Palace? The whole Crystal Palace? Crystal Palace, six months or so. There's a temporary structure. And in that time, get this, 20% of the entire country visited the uh, the Great Exhibition. Visited Stratford-on-Avon. Basically, (laughs) I think it actually might be a higher percentage. So 20% of the country wandered along to um, Hyde Park to look at this Crystal Palace structure. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, 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 that's right. The Great Exhibition of yeah. and, then, and it was called the Great Exhibition. They had 14,000 exhibitors from around the world. And that's pretty incredible, isn't it? That is more than you get these days. Well, it is. So, uh, but again, slightly arrogant, calling it the Great Exhibition. Well, it was Great Britain, wasn't it? The Great Exhibition. Great they were Britain. getting a bit carried away with them calling everything great, weren't they? Yeah, Just trying to confuse, but, you know, trying to make people think it was better than it was. Just as, I mean, it had 6,000... That's a lie. Bananas? I mean, it had 6,000. So it had. Over- Maybe that's why people were hungry. That's why they, were, why they went there. So, yeah, I mean, all right. I mean, the point I'm making is a lot of people visited it. Yeah, a lot of people, yeah. Yeah. A lot. Quite a few. Was my statistic correct, though? That's the question. <laughs> they were just being assailed by people. 
No, thank you. I've just got here. <laughs> I certainly would not. Oh, I'm, I got it wrong. Did you? Okay, well, we'll, go, we'll come back to this fact. All right. Okay, fact so, number four. We'll re edit. Fact number three. Okay. So, yes, yeah, so now, obviously, it was um, an <laughs> exhibition with over 14,000 14, different exhibits in the original yeah. Crystal Palace. So, what would they have exhibited? Do you know? Like they, had a, some, a they, had some, they had some dogs. An old carpet? Yep. Oh, no, they had, they had two carpets, actually. <laughs> two some carpets. old Beano comics? No, a bit early for that. They oh, had paper. Okay. paper. Paper. They exhibited some paper. paper. They had a press. Yeah. Yeah, they had um, two oranges. And a plinth. And a pineapple on a plinth. That's correct, John. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, obviously 13,992 other objects. Um, <laughs> that we'll come back to later inter- on. We'll, uh, the along the journey. Along <laughs> the journey. But it, yeah. my favourite statistic is the one that I definitely know, which is a third of the UK population visited the original. <laughs> right. A third. And that's 20% that's, of the country, well, isn't it? 30, as you said before. 33%. 30%. 30%. 33%. Is the th- that whole... A third of the country went there. Went to the Christmas Palace. So, anyway. So, what did the other two thirds do? They were, well, they, they, were out, they were out, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> they were at work, probably. They were probably working or building it. Yeah. Um, they were. And it only lasted for six months. Unemployed. So, they brought it here. That's so, they point. brought the exhibition here. Is that they brought it here because they thought this is brilliant. Why did they call it the brilliant exhibition? Let's call it the brilliant exhibition. No, they didn't do that. They didn't call it that. It was still just the plain old great. It was a great exhibition. And what they did, they brought it to Penge, okay? That's where you'd bring an exhibition. And this, Joseph, again, thank you for writing. Yeah. This is why we're here today, because you have on your doorstep, in my opinion, one of Great Britain's... Greatest... Ever. (laughs) Places. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) To visit and enjoy. Um, oh, bit of wind, bit of wind there. Yeah, Good yeah. morning. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good day. Um, so, yeah. so we have basically we're going to walk. She avoided you because of the wind. I think it was the wind. Too. I think yeah. we're going to walk the length of the Crystal Palace first. What about the broth? No, we're not going to the broth because that's in Brothwell Park. Oh, we're going to walk the length and length. We're going to walk the length. We're going to head to the length, <laughs> and then we're going to make our way down. And to the amphitheatre. Well, this is of... interesting. So there are six Sphinx in Crystal Palace Park. Oh um, yeah, no, I saw two of them. We're going to visit two more a bit later. Uh, um, as Bob, we get to Bernard, the other end. Cyril, David and Colin. Hugh and Colin. Colin, yeah. The six Sphinx of Crystal Palace Park. Indeed, but there used to be more. And is at it? the entrance here, this is where the other Sphinx were based. They were based but here? They, they've gone. They've, they've since, they've since upped and... They've left. And gone to Chesington World of Adventures, I think. So. That's a shame, isn't it? Well, no, I've heard it's very good these days. But, um, so you had a few Sphinx here and there. It's not, it's not often that you see... I mean, you can see them from here, so ladies and gentlemen. Le- if you just look over there... Just have a little ladies look. Ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Have a little uh, look. Have Close a look. your eyes. Have can a little you look. see? There they are. There's two Sphinx over there. Two more behind them and then two more in front of us as we're heading yeah. past the entrance to the palace. So they came from Egypt, I presume, did they? Well... That's an interesting uh, question because yeah. you know, Some, somebody bought them from Egypt on, on the train as well, which was difficult. Ted, Ted and, the Sphinx uh, carrier. Ted and Barry, um, Sphinx carriers united. Well, they, they ran a removal service, didn't they? They ran an We remo- I remember it said on the van, "We remove Sphinxes." Yeah, that was not before the internet, unfortunately. Yeah, they I think they've go gone around. out of business now. <laughs> well, the, you don't get people needing sphinxes so much. Sphinx removal—it's quite a rare trade, isn't it? It's something that you don't. I mean, need it's now. good to specialise in one thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they did—they did study it, didn't they? They, they did studied it. They specialised in it, and they removed and they removed over four hundred sphinxes in their they day. They did, but of course, it comes to a point where <laughs> you've run n- out of them. No one needs to have <laughs> no a sphinx needs removed. To. I mean, sometimes they'd phone up, wouldn't they? And they'd say, "Do you want any?" Your sphinx is moved. 
No, no, I'm there fine as they are this week. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks again. Yeah. Thanks no, you me. moved them last week. Give didn't us you, a call mate? six months time. Yeah, and we'll see how we go. But I think you know they're they're all right as they are. You know, imagine just working the phone book. A, <laughs> a Aaron Aronson. Hello, my name's Ted. I'm from the Sphinx Removal Society. It's, like P- it's like PPI. I'm like um, Ted. Uh, do you need your Sphinx removed? We're the guys. Uh, no, sorry, I haven't so got any Sphinx. Haven't got any on me. Would you like one? Then we could remove it for you free of charge. Uh, no. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm hanging up. Sorry, bye. We've got bl- Done. So and now they work through. in a call centre in Newcastle doing the very same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the most unsuccessful call centres in Newcastle. It is. All they talk about is removing sphinxes. It is. It's quite, it's quite strange. <laughs> now we're coming up to an unusual plinth here. Well, I think that's a shit bin, John. Oh, that's right. So, moving on. So stand here. Okay, yes, ladies and gentlemen, um, so John's just popped to the cafe, um, so I've been left alone, um, but luckily I've been joined by Albert Cross. Albert Cross um, is the chief pond engineer here at Crystal Palace Park, Penge End. Um, Albert, um, firstly, marvellous job you've done with the ponds, the sculpturing alone. Oh, fantastic. Well, thank you very much. Shut up! Thank you very much. We, uh, I've been here for... Uh Many years now, I think it is. Uh, you, um, yeah. How long exactly? I think it's many years. For God's sake, shut up! And I, um, you know, I've enjoyed being here. I like to think of myself. You know, people come up to me. You know, they. I'm quite approachable. Uh, people come up to me and just say things like, "What are you doing here? Who are you?" And please go away. Those are just some of the things they've said to me over the years. I, do you like the way I've actually used water in this particular pond? Well, I was going to say, this is, I mean, this is the first pond that you sculpted. I sculpted that um, out, of my li- but, out of the living rock. But also, just ants. a note, you've got a great combination of geese and duck. As you can hear the geese in the background with the duck. Um, how do you attract such, such a range of bird life, um, water-based animal? It's word of mouth. I mean, they hear about it. You know, one duck will say, here, Terence, you know, to one of his compadres. Here, Terence, have you heard of the, about this new uh, this new pond they've got round here? And then before you know it, you know, it's got out in the duck community and they all come down for a bit of a swim, a bit of a look round, and in some cases a bit of a drown. Um, any, um, any, any noticeable uh, incidents, of course, in the past uh, few years while you've been here, Albert? No, none whatsoever. I've been here now for many years, as I say, not one interesting thing has occurred that I could tell you. Okay, um, well, I mean... It may, it may surprise you to know I've never been interviewed before. No, it doesn't, you're a natural. Um, so <laughs> A natural. Yeah, people have called me a natural something, so that's always nice. When I say I haven't been interviewed, uh, what I mean is I haven't been interviewed. Right, so I was going to ask... Um, Do you like the sound of the ducks? I've especially flown in some records of duck sounds from different countries. It sounds more like geese to me, Albert. Who's, who's in charge of this place, you or me? No, you are, you're definitely in charge. Um, I was going to say, you've, you've kind of built a... Uh, what can only be described as a uh, island in the middle of your pond. The first pond, obviously, you constructed here at Penge. Um, what, what, what drew you to the concept of the island? Well, I think I'd been, uh, I've always been interested in islands. Uh, I, was, I was born on one, I've lived on one for many years. And just, you know, move, you know, islands to me, they've got something about them. They're, what they say to me is like, hello, look at this, I'm right in the middle of the lake. I can only be described as an island. And, 
you know, to me, it's nice having something like that within the whole pond-based system. Good. I mean, thank you. Um, I was going to say, um, of course, bank holiday weekend. I'm um, glad you spotted that island. Some people overlook it. No, I'm, I mean, it's, in my opinion, it's one of the greatest islands I've seen to thank date. You. Thank um, you. Thank you. I was Thank just going to say, over the bank holiday, you get, you get an incredible 22,000 visitors to the Penge Park, uh, otherwise known as Crystal Palace Park. Um, how, do you, how do you manage, um, because obviously being a one-man team, I mean, that's quite a, quite, a, quite a stress, isn't it? It's very, very stressful. Like a lot of these ducks and swans that you see, uh, they do stress you out. And, you know, you just have to try and deal with the amount of ducks, the amount of swans, the amount of geese. I mean, it it gets on your nerves quite frank I mean you know a lot of the time I, I prefer to be working in an office but I'm here now and I'm making the best of it and as you say 22,000 people come here over the bank holiday weekend I try and get to know as many as I can but it's not easy someone with my poor memory you know maybe I'm in the wrong job I don't know the, you know the skill set I have I can't remember everyone's names Colin it's just something that I'm not able to do I was going to say uh, just before we wrap up um Obviously, oh, I was enjoying this. I've, I mean, we've both got jobs to do. Um, I was just going to say that uh, I've heard uh, recently that you've got um, a new project um, underway. Is something we're, we're due to expect in the in the new year, but perchance? Are you, are you able to tell us a little bit about the new project? No. Albert, thank you very much for your time. Um, I appreciate that. Albert Cross, the the engineer. Some would say... I, I, I prefer to call myself engineer. Okay, the engineer. Engineer. Thank That's you. That's how I of pronounce it. Of the I don't Crystal know. Palace Park, Penge Park Pond. Penge Pond, Common Park Pond, Crystal Palace. Thank you very much for your time. John, um, any, any, um, anything you're going to take forward after today's episode? Um, yeah, I would uh, say let's, you know, let's develop these ideas. Let's work these ideas <laughs> further. <laughs> let's make them into, like, uh, um, if possible, a national pastime. Yeah, I feel like you've inspired some people today yeah. yeah I think I have I and think that's, you know, that's you know that's a responsibility that, that is taken very very seriously <laughs> by me and my production team and ladies and gentlemen if you like um, Joseph I think who wrote in at the beginning of the yeah. show yeah. if you'd like us to visit an area near you <laughs> then just write to us we are at yeah. dredgeland d-r-e-d-g-e-l-a-n-d postbox 4 po and just, you know, all I can say is, you know, good luck with your own expeditions and let's hope they're great. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, from Crystal Palace, Penge. And the dinosaurs. It's a very, very pleasurable goodbye from John. And a good afternoon from me. Goodbye.